Good morning. The other day, a news article flashed on my phone. The article was about the Syrian war, but what struck me most about the article was the picture of a child in the middle of the rubble, hands raised, making a heart with his fingers. The article revealed the child had lost everything, his home, his parents, and his older brother. But the child walked around the streets of rubble, making a heart with his fingers. He was showing a symbol that is universally recognized as love. Today, it almost seems like everywhere we go, we can see some sort of hatred or bitterness in the world. School shootings, bombings, a dying environment, illness. Stories come out on these topics daily. But it is important that even with all the hate and sorrow and bitterness that exists, we still believe in love, because it exists. In today's gospel, Jesus Jesus gives the disciples a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Jesus is our best example to follow. He shows us not only to love the people close to us, but he also teaches us to love those who are looked down upon and ignored. Matthew was a tax collector, and when Jesus saw him sitting in his booth, he said, follow me, and Matthew did. Later, Jesus went to Matthew's home, where more tax collectors and those who were deemed sinners gathered, and they ate together. After hearing of this, many questioned his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus was eating with them to show them love and bring them to God. In my opinion, God is love. In my eyes, they are one. You can't have one without the other. I've gone to Camp Mitchell since I was six years old. Every morning before breakfast, the camp heads to the flag circle, where we read our rules of life. I'm going to share a few with you. The first is this. The God in me recognizes the God in you, which makes the space between us holy. Thus, we do not put ourselves or one another down. That one is my favorite. Um, The second is this. We seek to be welcoming, open, and tolerant. These rules are my favorite rules, we say, because I believe that they are the most important in helping us lead a more Christ-like life. This church is a fellowship, but we all have different stories, backgrounds, political, possibly even spiritual, and religious beliefs. Yet we are joined in a community, not by this building, but by Christ who lives within all of us. We may be different, but we are all one body in him. I would like to direct your attention to the Jesus above the altar. In one of his sermons, Dr. Keller said something that has always stuck with me. He said that he and his father thought that not only are Jesus' arms raised to welcome us in, they are also pushing us out to spread the word, to spread his love. In the youth community, there is an event called Happening, which is a weekend-long retreat for high school sophomores through seniors that focuses on one's relationship with God, one's relationship with oneself, but above all, focusing on love. The weekend is mostly secret, so I'm not going to reveal too much, but over the weekend, a series of talks are given, ranging from how Jesus was a teenager once too, how to be an apostle and invite people into the community, and lastly, the talk called Back to Reality. This talk is given right before closing service, and the goal of this talk is to summarize all the lessons learned and to take the love from the weekend and spread it out into the community. By taking our love and spreading it, loving one another as he loved us, we are able to grow closer to God. If we look around us, we can see more than hatred and fear. It can be hard sometimes, but as I said in the beginning, love exists. I don't know how many of you are Harry Potter fans, but if you are, Lily Potter's love for her son 
is the reason we have Lily Potter. In the beginning of the first movie, we see a desperate Lily Potter jump in front of her son to protect him from a spell cast by the evil Lord Voldemort. She sacrificed herself for her son. Our families are the first people that, as babies, we love. We don't quite understand religion yet. So in the beginning, our families are the first people we go for love and support. My parents, in my opinion, they're sitting right there, they're filming, are the greatest parents ever. They have taught me to be open-minded, firm in my beliefs, and above all, to be kind to those around me. However, no one has taught me more about loving God and Jesus than my grandmother, she's sitting also over there, um, who is without a doubt the most Christ-like person I know. She's pushed me to be more active in church. She's taught me to be proud and confident in my beliefs, but above all, to have an unending love for all people. She, like my parents, have set wonderful examples for me to follow, and it is through my family's love and support that I am the person I am today. Another community I can always rely on is the community right here before me. I moved to Little Rock when I was four years old and began attending the cathedral school. As a result, I began attending the church here at Trinity, and over time, I've become very active in the youth community. But one youth community, specifically at Trinity, that has encouraged my spiritual growth is the acolyte community. I started acolyting in the sixth grade, and if I'm honest, when I first started, I was so nervous to mess up. However, Mr. Stanley offered some words of wisdom to reassure me. He leaned in, he leaned in close and whispered, Catherine, the people out there have no idea what you're doing. Act like nothing happened. And I can safely say that after many near fires, water spills, and bell-ringing mishaps, I took his words to heart. However, the most exciting thing about being an acolyte to me is that we are a part of every service. Funerals, weddings, baptisms, ordinations. We get to see the stages of life as they progress within the church. And that, to me, is amazing. The church is a place I know I will always be welcome into. Although we convene in these walls, they do not bind this community. Love of Christ and love and acceptance of one another is what binds us. That sense of love and community will be with me all of my life. The photo of the boy I mentioned in the beginning will always move me. The child was spreading love where it seemed to be non-existent. To be close to God, like that child, like Jesus, like our families, friends, and this congregation, we need to show love even if we get none in return. While this is easier said than done, showing love can be anything from making a heart with your fingers to picking up a stranger's bill, getting a meal for the homeless man you see on the side of the road, comforting someone who needs it, regardless of whether or not you know, it, you know them. We spread his love through actions, and by our actions we can grow closer to God. If we love as he loved us, the good in the world will never end, and we can bring some light to the dark times around us. Thank you. We believe.